You are listening to Grit and Grace. My name is Tavar Lee, and I am here for deep soul-level conversations and connections about spirituality, to step into a deeper understanding of what lies on the other side of the veil. As a social impact entrepreneur, founder of the Moon Temple Mystery School, high priestess and ritualist, I am shining a light on walking the awakening path and how it weaves into our daily lives. I invite you to take a deep breath, leave what you know at the door, and step into the mysteries with me. I'm excited to have you with us today because I have a dear sister, friend, lifetime love of mine, many lifetime loves of mine, who is the owner of Coco Coquette in Denver, which is a wig and makeup shop, and it's absolutely amazing. And so if you're local, or even if you're not local, check it out. We'll put the link in the show notes. But she is also a dear, dear spiritual sister to me. And I like to explain that her and I, we are two serpents that circle and swirl. We are yangs to each other's yins and yins to each other's yangs. And we meet on spiritual planes in ways that often is is not as common. And I feel like I'm so blessed to have this beautiful human Mishi in my life. And on the show today, welcome Mishi. Mishi's in the house. Mishi's in the house. Again. And have, I was going to say, we've done several podcasts before. Today's topic will be different, but we've done several podcasts and we've done lots of videos on TikTok together before. Yeah. Do you remember the, what was it? The morning ones we did up at the cabin? What were, what did we call the- those? PJs and Epiphanies. PJs and Epiphanies. We were in our PJs having coffee. Outside in the Rocky Mountains. It was so beautiful. Thank you for being here, my love. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. While and I know that vacation. Well, <laughs> yes, you will you will hear many uh, animals and noises in the background. I am still located in Hawaii and the roosters will crow, the birds will sing and we'll have some some jungle background. And I'll, I'll just consider it ambience noise. <laughs> And there are some very lucky people who are actually also going to be seeing us by video. So if you're listening to this by podcast, just know that we are looking at each other and there are lots of people that are going to have the opportunity to see this video. So those that are watching us, hello, we're waving so you can you can see us. And then, of course, those that are watching us, they get to see a little bit about what goes on behind the scenes when we create these podcasts, right? I have a full podcast rig. We've got our earphones in. I've got really crazy, fluffy, big hair today. Mishi has a beautiful top bun. We're like, we're just in our our, our witchy selves today. <laughs> <laughs> so today's important. And I think that this is a really important topic because as we know, especially in the last couple of years and going into 2022, there is a massive increase in the interest of those going through their own spiritual journey. And one of the most common questions that I receive in Mystery School, which is Moon Temple Mystery School, moontempleschool.com, and on social media, on every post, everywhere that I am, every group that I'm a part of is to discuss shadow work. And there are pros and cons to platforms like TikTok that have grown in terms of content and creators because 
the ideas of being able to master yourself and deal with your shadows is probably the number one question that people ask. They don't know what it is. They don't know what it means. They don't know how to navigate the path. And it's a self-realization path first and foremost. And I wanted to bring Mishi on because as a ritual master, she's going to talk today about ritual mastery, which is really about getting in touch and doing your shadow work and learning how to be comfortable with them. So thinking of it like the mastery of shadows and which is self-mastery it is integration of the whole and Mishi I'm I'm so glad that you're here to talk about this I I think I referenced you and and I hope you don't mind that I say this but there are many different versions you and I show up for each other as and one of my favorite versions of you is the dark mother and um, I have I, we've told so many funny stories, but I, I can feel in you when you have shifted into being able to recognize shadows and others that are impacting um, the human side of the behavior. And I've seen your body like physically recoil and move in ways that tells me what I need to know. And so I'm, I'm so grateful that you're here. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's also in due to my serpent energy. I have a lot of serpent energy. And I'm often told by my partner that my eyes change colors too. And I think, Tarly, you've seen my eyes change colors. Um, mm. So it's, it's just how I, it's just how I be. It's just how you be. I love it. Well, we love how you be. So let's talk a little bit about ritual mastery. First, let's let's define what that means because there may be a lot of misconception out there because I talk a lot on the show about me being a ritualist, which I am a ritualist, right? I believe that everything is a ritual. We can build ritual into everything. How we walk about our day, even our thoughts and our, our heart and our, our shadows, all of that are, are can be part of a ritual if you choose for it to be. So I, I call myself a ritualist, which is very different than ritual mastery. So let's, why don't you start with the definition? Yeah. So ritual mastery is about, um, it's about mastering yourself. It's getting to know your shadow. So when they do show up, um, you know how they affect you, you know where they stem from and you know how to either use them to your advantage to be a better person or you learn how to calm them down so that you can get through um, this very dark world right now. Um, when I went through ritual mastery, um, it was about fighting our it was about fighting our shadows and it was about getting rid of them. And it was about being a warrior for the light. And um, I feel like because I am such a dark mother that I like to get to know them because it's the other half of me. I'm, you know, split down the middle and part of me is light. Part of me is dark. The better I get to know my darkness and my shadows the better person I become and the better friend I become, the better mother I become, the better partner I become because I know how to navigate. Well, this is really triggering me right now. This is where it's coming from. Oh, this person doesn't mean that. I'm having this reaction because of something that happened to me in childhood. Um, the other thing that happened when I was in ritual mastery, which I went through the course probably five or six times, is that we did exorcisms. And 
by no means are we going to be going into that kind of depth in in this particular class. We're going to get it, get to know our shadows. Um, but I we I have performed exorcisms with another group of ritual masteries. I didn't do it alone. So it really takes a lot of teamwork. And the more that you practice ritual mastery, the more you get to know um, your shadows, the better you are at helping other people navigate through theirs. And part of ritual mastery um, is going to be, and this is going to be, you know, completely separate, but it's, it's doing cord cuttings. So I do a lot of cord cuttings for people. And um, I feel like it's, it's, it's helped people. It's really saved people's relationships and it's really saved people um, in doing cord cuttings and mm -hmm. really getting to know there is something or someone that is affecting them in such a way that this etheric cord needs to be severed. But also knowing that when you do a cord cutting, that there is work that it doesn't mean that it, that's the cure all that person that, um, I'm doing the cord cutting on has to do work in order to not re um, tether those cords. So right in an, un, in an unhealthy way, because they correct. can retether their cords in a new way. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And it kind of gives people a sense of, okay, this is going to be different and I'm not so emotionally attached or emotionally charged by this other thing or, person in such a way that I can't stay centered in myself and navigate through the situation. So, and what Misha is referring to is we are launching a class in July, which will go for six months, July to December. Uh, it might be called Ritual Mastery, although it might be Mastery of Shadows. We're not sure, but you'll, you'll know. <laughs> It'll be something like that. And the reason why I think that this is super important is, is twofold. Number one, because what goes on behind the scenes as we are both high priestesses, we both do different magical works, but also very similar magical works. And we do a lot of those workings together. There are, I believe, um, a very surface level set of instructions that are being given to a lot of people through social media, which isn't often as helpful. And I actually recorded a show, and Misha, you don't know about this, but I recently recorded a show about cord cuttings, about what you see on social media in terms of tying two strings to candles and burning the candles and how surface level interaction that is, although it, it may, it may work in that moment, but yet what goes on behind the scenes to show up for someone else to be able to do that work requires you to do this part first, like really being able to integrate your shadows into your life. And I, I think that that's the most important part of all of this because there are so many people being called right now to do spiritual work for others. They want to be of service. They want to take their spiritual spiritual gifts to the next level. And yes, they should. And, and you and I are both such advocates for everyone stepping into their magic. But this vital piece of being able to um, face your shadows is without it. <laughs> there are There are lots of Lots of barriers you can come across in your path. And, I, and I'm not saying that they will be challenges that can't be overcome, but this is a way to go deep in a very specific area with an expert that knows how to walk that path. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about, I want to go to like to your path. So um, not, not in, in class or any of that, but in just your path of facing the shadows 
what is it like to come out the other side when you have integrated, when you feel like you have this deeper awareness and understanding of your own shadows to the point where you understand that you are half and half? I guess that's the question. Like getting to that place of understanding half and half, how does that impact your life? Honestly, I've, I've never felt more... who I am mm. um, because I was raised in such a way that um, it, you know, our shadows were bad and Satan is bad. And I'm not saying that you don't have to have these beliefs, but I, I lived in such a way that I had a lot of shame and guilt about um, my shadows my darkness. Um, and that can be anything from being, um, jealous to, um, having certain sexual desires. And, um, I feel like, you know what? It's, it's okay. I'm not going to get struck down by lightning because, you know, X, Y, and Z, um, as long as I'm not hurting another person or an animal or another another living thing or, you know, lying or anything like that, I'm very truthful in who I am and what you see is what you get kind of thing. As long as I'm not doing harm, then is it okay? Like, is it okay? And you have to set with that value of is it okay to, in my personal belief, regardless of what I've been taught, you know, religiously or spiritually, how does it feel within myself? And so I just, I feel like I can step into myself, be very confident in who I am. And if, you know, if others don't have the same alignment, it's, it's okay. And so I just, I feel so comfortable in who I am. I feel so comfortable in my beliefs, but yet I'm still open to, you know, other, I'm still learning. I'm still learning, but I'm, I am so comfortable in my core beliefs and who I am that it does allow me to open myself up to other options and be like, is this, where is this coming from? Is it coming from my dogma? Is it coming from how I've been programmed? Like, um, and I feel like I'm not in, I'm no longer in competition with other people mm. because I'm not trying to be something that I'm not. Mm. Um, there, there is no competition. Like I'm, I'm me, like nobody else can be me. Just like, I'm not going to try and be somebody else. So yet I'm not competition to another person. So it has helped me to step into myself and it's helped me to explore who I am. And it's been such a fun journey in getting to know myself and try new things and constantly evaluate where, you know, where's this coming from? Does this align with my, how does it feel in my body? So that's, that's the biggest impact that it's had on myself is I discovered who I am. Mm. Motherfucking Mishi. Motherfucking Mishi. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people, especially women, get into their 40s and they do a lot of self-discovery. 
But I honestly can say that it has helped me. Um, it's helped me align in such a way. If you think about, you know, like aligning the chakras and aligning your kundalinis, it's it's just helped me step into myself and be like, I finally feel comfortable in my skin and who I am. And contrary to the belief that shadows are only just trauma, they are, they do include trauma, but shadows are also the parts of us that we keep hidden out of fear of judgment. And and I also know that you have that process because I know you (laughs) has really helped you find your voice. Like there's, you said once in us on a social media post that you were a magically hushed child. And I, I, I feel that so deeply because I know how important it is to you to speak truth. So let's talk a little bit about finding your voice. Absolutely. And you want to talk about finding your voice is getting in line with, um, the Lilith, um, Mm getting in line with, you know, I feel like a couple of the other, um, goddesses, um, but really Lilith because Lilith was kind of hushed and she was shamed into, you know, she was made into a demon and, um, it's, it's almost like she is a void. And so when my Lilith comes out, I really have to keep it in check because I don't want to go, you know, too far um, that I'm being very offensive and destroying things. So I really have to keep that Lilith energy in check. Um, So did I answer your question? I really got off on Lilith thing. Yes. And I was just going to say for those that are listening or watching, when you know that my guest brings up Lilith and I've already called her the dark mother, (laughs) you know what's coming into this class. You understand what is behind the mastery of shadows. It means we are going into the dark places. We are going into working with the dark goddesses. And I love that you used Lilith as an example. And yes, you answered the question because you, you talked about finding your voice was being able to see where where you can harness the sacred rage. Like, where does the sacred rage sit? <laughs> like, where, what are we, what do we do with the sacred rage? Because trust me, if you are a woman and you've made it to any, I was going to even say 40, but 30 or 20, you have this built up in you and conditioning has told us to be quiet and to be nice and to be polite because that's what a woman should be. And I know I've said this before, is that the Me Too movement really in my lifetime has brought out... A lo- it's a Lilith uprising is basically what it is because we have been hushed so much. And that's what Lilith represents is it's the stuff that we've hidden. It's the stuff that we've been suppressing within us that really kind of needs to get out. And so part of, of, of navigating through that Lilith energy is finding the balance of not letting it explode and be in your face and, you know, offensive and that kind of stuff, but really just kind of being like, okay, this is really giving me the push to stand up for what I want and who I am. Mm. Instead of burning the village down. Instead of burning the village down like we want to. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sometimes we burn the bridge to the village for ourselves, but we... That's perfectly fine. Right, right. Right. I love it. So 
Can you talk a little bit, Mishi, about what these the six months will include at the high level without the details? Because I, I consider these classes and this work that we do in mystery school really sacred. And so um, not because I have dogma on it, but because I want people to understand at a high level that it is a process. And so, you know, going through getting to stage stage five or six, you might miss vital pieces in stage one or two. So not putting dogma on it, but just looking at it from a high level. What can what can people expect? Well, I think what people really need to be aware of and um, show up is that we are going to be talking about some really heavy stuff. And we're going to be talking about some stuff in our lives that have happened that maybe you've never told anybody before. Um, And there is stuff that has come out in my shadow work where it was like, wow, I've never told a soul about that. And like how light, how much lighter I feel now that I've told and spoken Mm -hmm. my story that I've carried around for 20, 30 years that just imagine what I could have been doing with that space that I've just been, or that energy that I've just been suppressing because I've had so much shame and guilt around this one issue. Mm-hmm. So I want people to be prepared that it is an emotional process and there is no judgment. We've all done stuff. We all have shame and guilt around some stuff and Um, but until you recognize it and until you acknowledge it within yourself, it's not about, you know, airing your dirty laundry to somebody. It's about acknowledging it and not suppressing it in such a way that it's holding you back because I feel like our stories allow people to show up authentic as well. If we're being authentic in our story, that just allows everyone else to be authentic in their story. And then we can get past that and work on it and move forward. Mm. So I want people to just be um, very aware that it's 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 kind of like an emotional. Um, it's an emotional course. It's it's getting through some crap. By no means am I a licensed therapist. We're not going to be um, doing that kind of work. Um, if there are issues that need to be addressed, then I highly recommend someone seek help, professional help. But it's dealing with things that are holding us back. And how do we use that in such a way that it makes us a better person? Whether it's, it in, you know, it gives you the energy to fuel something or create something or help someone in that aspect. Mm -hmm. And one thing I know about you, Mishi, is you hold space so beautifully, unjudgmental, spiritual warrior, uh, dark mother space holding. And although I'll be there as well, you'll be teaching the class. I'll be there holding space as well, but I know how you show up and I can, I, I, I can feel what that, um, that safe environment, how important it is to do it and in community. So you're being witnessed, supported, held, and loved alongside others going through the same process. And 
I'm, I'm not, I'm just thinking, is there anything more important than having community or support when you are willing to dive into the shadows? Because the end goal of that is to integrate it as part of who you are, not to stay, not to stay in that place, but to move into a place of an integrated state. And I know that there's no part of your life that goes untouched by doing this work. Absolutely. And we, I mean, we both know there's been some heavy stuff come up here recently and it's, it's just, it's still navigating through. And when I become that scared, um, that scared child, like this is why, this is where it's coming from. And just like being nurturing to myself and allowing myself to either grieve or feel, why is it that I feel so unsafe right now? And I think part of what you're describing too is ritual mastery is not an, a one-time shot and you've done your work. It is right. being able to understand that you have those tools accessible to you. And use them every and use them. single day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to address this cord cutting question, and for those that want to listen to, it feels like it was a rant podcast. It was kind of a rant on surface level cord cuttings, which I feel like have a place, but talking about more in-depth cord cuttings require a practitioner that has done that work, right? Has done that deep work. And I, I think that it's important for people to know that as they go through the class too, they will definitely need to have cord cuttings either with Mishi or myself. I will, you know, Mishi will be your first option. I can be the secondary option. But there are two of us there that can do that work for you virtually from anywhere as you go through the process and you recognize that a cord needs to be cut. And so you will get to experience what that's like. And then after the class is over, you may choose to learn how to do cord cuttings yourself. But first, you have to experience the process. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm also going to ask people is that as we really, truly identify um, these, these shadows I'm, I'm going to be asking people to get cordic cuttings to those shadows. And the reason being is that we identify them. Now let's do something to help us get through using them in a positive way. So if we get a cord cutting through that to that emotional attachment of that cord, then we are better able to kind of step back and see when it's starting to come at us and affect us in a way that we're like, oh, I see you coming. I'm not going to shut down. I'm going to work through this so that I can get around my shadow and really deal with the issue instead of mm. the shadow getting in the way of everything and mucking, mucking it up, mucking up the waters. Like that's it right there. Like that's, yeah. that's the whole point is the shadow mucks the waters up for Absolutely. all of us at times. And because I, when, an, when an issue comes at you, are you dealing with the issue head on or are you dealing with some childhood trauma? And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that all of it's childhood trauma, but I'm using it as an example, like there's times where I shut down because I get scared and I am, I feel unsafe. And so now I'm shut down. I'm, I'm a, four-year-old child that's shut down because I'm, I feel unsafe. I'm not dealing with the issue that's in front of me. I'm, I'm a four-year-old right now. And as humans in this life, issues are always going to happen. We are, we are, we are not, we are not free from experiencing all of life's 
emotions and experiences we came here to experience it all so we know that even if that that issue has been solved once or twice that that shadow will reappear and going through the class is going to give you tools to recognize the exact example that you just explained which was a very beautiful example thank you all right, Mishi. I know you are you are amazing. I'm so excited to have you teaching in mystery school. And for those of you that have not taken a class or taken any teachings with Mishi yet, you are in for such a treat. And when she shows up, it is a better day in everyone's life. And so my friend, my sister, my love, I'm excited. Me too. All right. So any any parting words that you want to add to someone who is maybe thinking, oh, I'm interested, but I'm a little scared. It's it's completely normal. It's completely normal to be scared. Um, but just know that we're all in this together and we're we're going to be a community and. Um, yeah, better, better now than never. I love it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you want to join this class, we're going to drop a registration form in the show notes. This class is actually probably, maybe, maybe, probably, maybe not. I don't know get posted on my website, but it's going to be limited to a group of participants. And so fill out the application to join us. Just feel free to join us. And if you have any questions, this application will just give you an intro to Mishi or myself so we can walk you through any questions you have. And we will be running the class on Monday nights starting in July, once a month from July to December. And then there will probably be an additional class somewhere in December or January, January, depending on where we go from there. And I think that's it. So thank you all for listening. And for those of you that are watching, if you're watching this and you received this video, then this class is for you because you are specifically <laughs> receiving this video for a reason. And so everyone else, thank you for listening to Grit and Grace. You know that we appreciate you sharing this show with anyone that you feel might be interested in learning more because that's the best way you can show that you appreciate what we do here is to share the show. Of course, ratings and reviews help, but sharing is, is the most most important. So thank you for listening and we will see you in Ritual Mastery soon. Thank you for joining us today. On any of your favorite listening apps, we would really appreciate a rating and review. And if you're looking for more information, make sure that you go to moontempleschool.com and you can find us there. <laughs>